be a baller. Welcome to Be A Baller Podcast, where we discuss how to build a lifelong legacy. I'm your host, Coach Tim Brown. Today, we'll be talking about building a legacy in sports with special guest, PGA golf instructor and founder of the Hammond Golf Academy. Before we get started, let's hear a word from our sponsor. The courage to fight and the faith to believe. We're strong in numbers, moving with a purpose. We're not just a number, we're in the number, the brand that counts. Visit us at inthenumber.com. Today on the show, we're excited to have Jerry Hammond. Jerry's been on a mission to expose inner-city youth to the benefits of the game of golf. He started the Adapt a Junior Golf Program and First Tee of Columbus. Now he has started the Be Counted Foundation. Jerry is building a lifelong legacy in sports. Jerry, welcome to Be a Baller Podcast. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm Glad just excited here, for this interview. Uh, uh, part of our podcast, part of the series is with young men or person who, who have built a legacy in sports. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's been your calling card you know, for years. Uh, but here, here's a question, though. As you were growing up in Columbus, you know, being the son of the city council president, Jerry Hammond, and being his namesake, how was that growing up in Columbus? <laughs> it was uh, interesting, to say the least. Yeah. You know, as a young kid, you're not really cognizant and aware of, of just the, the role he played. Mm. So... You know, there was sometimes there was good treatment. Sometimes it was bad treatment. And it was just trying to juggle that. You know what I mean? So it was like I said, it was interesting. Like I know when we lived um, over on Kelton Avenue, Mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of, you know, in in the hood. You know what I mean? (laughs) And um, so, you know, dad on TV moving around and doing stuff. The other kids are looking at my boys. They looking like, yo, man. You, you, you rich, you rich, man. Right, right. You, you know. Doing and then when I started taking golf clubs down the stair, down the steps, they were like, "Bro, what are you doing?" Right, right. So, um, you know, it was yeah, it was interesting. But you know, and and believe it or not, it it had me actually, you know, start to behave in such a way where I tried to avoid it. Mm. Not knowing that it was a, it was a blessing for blessing, me, yeah. but I wanted to fit in. I was so young that right. I just wanted to fit in. I wanted to be with the fellas. I didn't right. want to be different. Right. You know what I mean? And um, so I would kind of give pushback, mm-hmm. you know, and be rebellious as a kid just to say to, hey, fellas, I, I you know, I don't know I'm what they're talking about. Hey, I don't know I'm what they're doing, right. you know. <laughs> so but um, and it wasn't until later. That I realize it, but along the way, you know, I'm just I'm swimming upstream. You right. know what I mean? And then when you get over, like, hey, hey, this thing's not how this thing's supposed <laughs> right, to work. Right. No, I have to work like that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah so it, it was interesting, that's and weird. you know, and, and the funny thing about it is, man, Tim, I, I wish I wish he was here today because mm. he had knowledge, man. Right, right. He was powerful, and and I just just being older now, just doing the things mm. that I'm doing in life. <laughs> I wish I could just pull on it. But he left enough back. Amen. You know what I mean? For me to to be on my way and do what I do. People, I remember a pastor asked me, he said, um, he says, you know, now that your dad is gone, he said, you got some big shoes to fill. Mm. And I ain't say it at the time, but in my mind, I'm like, my feet are bigger than his. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's been interesting. (laughs) Yeah. As you think back on that, uh, uh, looking at it now, what does the Hammond name mean to you? 
one. And what life values did you learn from your dad and your mom as well, who was a long term educator? Yeah. In Columbus I, City Schools. I think um, I learned everything I'm, I'm I was supposed to learn mm-hmm. and, and I'm still learning. But again, the foundation was was really strong and established, you know, learning, you know, um, to give back, mm-hmm. you know, to to help, to support, you know, dad being in politics and helping the black community. You know, mom being a teacher, I got it honestly. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, I, I, I couldn't run from it. Right. So here I am today doing those things uh, that they both did, but on my own platform, mm. you know, through golf. So, you know, the Hammond name I hold in high regard and, you know, I don't take that lightly. You know, I want to represent. I mean, they've done so well and and, you know, these things continue. So this mm-hmm. is this legacy has started and it needs to continue. So um, and it's not always easy. Right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. this this there's no guarantees. We know if anybody had a hard walk, we know Christ had the hardest yeah. of them all. Right. <laughs> so you can you can only imagine, imagine you know, right. you know, we're going to have some trials, too. Mm-hmm. So um, but, yeah, the, the name is is beautiful, man. And I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm proud. I'm glad. And. You know, I'm going to give it everything I got. Good, good. And, you know, in the book uh, that I wrote, I talk about how we have to uh, value the name mm-hmm. and add value to the name. Right. Uh, generations keep adding, protect it and add value yep. to it. You know, as, as we talk about your sports journey, it was a little different. You know, uh, you actually played college basketball. You know, yeah. how, did, how did you eventually get and You played college basketball and college golf. How did that happen? So, again, the golf thing I got, I got a lot of pushback from the fellas right, and right. uh, you know in the neighborhood. Like, right. bro, what are you doing to them clubs, man? Right, right. You, you Richie Rich, what's going on? Right. We don't play no golf. <laughs> so you know, I was still doing. You know, we had started with basketball, football, track. You know, the regulars that we mm-hmm. did, and um, <clears throat> so I developed a love for basketball, mm-hmm. football, all those sports, and you know, it took me all through high school and then on to college and playing at OU. Um, but, you know, along the way, you know, dad had introduced me to the game of golf and and believe it or not, I tell this story uh, all the time. My my first hook was just I hit a ball at airport golf course. And mm-hmm. I now mind you, he used to just take me on on right. Sunday mornings with Jimmy Roseboro and Marty Hawkins and some of the guys. And my my ammo was just to ride in a cart. Right. It's all I ever wanted to do. I wanted to ride in the cart and then I would jump off every now and then and try to catch tadpoles okay. in, the, in, the, in the pond over there. Right. That, that was my thing. Right, right. I used to take tadpoles home and put them in my, <laughs> my sock drawer. My mom would go crazy on me. Right. So it was it was just a wild thing. But right. I, I one day I grabbed a club out of his bag and I dropped the ball, not really knowing anything. Mm-hmm. And just emulating and trying to do what I saw them do, man. And I remember it was a whole five at airport golf course, man. I remember like mm. it was t- right now. I took a swing, man. That ball shot up over that tree. Wow. And that was it. I was like, whoa. Wow. I was whoa. like, man, what we got here? <laughs> right. And, um, and and from there, you know, he, he saw that I had an interest and just started, you know, nurturing that, you mm. know, started getting me lessons. And, you know, so I, I, I really started taking to the game. And then again, as I started to realize that, you know, these things were blessings for me. Mm. You know what I mean? I didn't have to be like the guys. This mm. is this was a path that was set for me. Yes. It took me a while to realize mm. that and get into it. But so that's how it happened. I went to OU, transferred to play because I wasn't getting there was much time. Right, right. You know, I'm 
figuring out, okay, I got guys six, 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 seven doing what I can do and better. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> this isn't my, this isn't my <laughs> space. So I said, well, you know, I love this game. And, you know, I always wanted to be an athlete, right? Mm-hmm. Professional sports. I didn't really see myself doing anything other as a kid. So, you know, this golf had already been kind of introduced and, and situated. So I went head head first with golf. I transferred actually to play basketball at St. Augustine's. Oh, wow. And um, so I could get some playing time. Mm-hmm. And then I was in the athletic office and golf coach happened to be there. Mm-hmm. So, and he said, he says, I heard you play a little bit of golf. And I said, yeah, yes, sir. I, I play a little bit. He said, what kind of scores you shoot? I said, I'm a, you know, high 70s shooter. You know, I'm decent. I'm not, you know, I'm thinking that other, you know, at the school, the other right. kids were, were, were a little better. He says, man, if you want to play golf for us, you can come on right now. Wow. And um, so I called home mm-hmm. and I said, mom, I said, I said, golf coach wants me to play golf here. And they said, well, what do you want to do? I said, well, can I? Mm. Can I do both? And um, they said, well, I don't know. You need to ask. And But I had a, my mom was friend to the basketball coach. Uh, okay. So there was a relationship there, right. right? So I asked the coach if I could do both. He says, I'd rather not have you do both. He said, but if you want to play golf, you can play golf. I said, I want to play golf. Okay. And then that was the it. History. The rest is that history. Was, the rest is history. Rest yeah. is history. So, yeah. You know, not, not a lot of African-American men uh, get an opportunity to play golf professionally. Can you share some of your unique experiences? Yeah. I mean, um, they're unique to say the least. My The, the, the lens in which I've seen um, this game from when I started to where it is now has mm-hmm. been has been bizarre. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know if bizarre is the right word, but it's been wild, you know? I mean, I recall just getting into the game as a kid, you know, just with the guys in the neighborhood. We had the Wedge Club, which all the black guys would, would play every weekend, and they would embrace me, and I was like the young kid on the street, mm-hmm. Jerry's son, and yeah, yeah. he's getting good, and I would play in the – you know, in the skins game and win my money. I'm like, oh, I got something here. I make money in in the summer, you know, put money in my pocket just playing golf. And um, so then they started calling me pro. Mm -hmm. They said, man, you a pro? And so it just connected. It was like, whoa, I mean, I got something here. Mm -hmm. So then um, that's when I decided to turn pro. And, you know, obviously that was that was in the summers. And then, you know, I would I would you know, when I was even when I was doing basketball and playing, I was still playing golf in the summers. Mm. So, you know, um, I turned pro and um, then it shifted. You know, I'm not I'm not around the guys anymore. I'm in mm. a, I'm in a different, different area, different yeah. territory. Now I'm playing with pros. Right. You know, I'm going to seminars, classes and I'm the only one. Mm. And I think that was really eye-opening to me um, to where I was the only one. And um, believe it or not, it was intimidating at the time. Hmm. It was it was tough because um, there was something that just said I didn't belong. It was something there early on that said I did not belong. And um, so I was a little fearful and a, a lot of me, a part of me just wanted to make friends you know because i'm the oddball right. i don't fit in i'm the only one so 
I'm kind of thinking, man, I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna be here. So anyhow, that being said, I wanted to fit in and I started just, I started just being a certain type of guy, having a certain behavior and uh, just to fit in, you know what I mean? And not really rub elbows, go against the grain, that, that whole feel. Um, and that got to be really painful. Mm-hmm. That got to be um, exhausting and it was fake and it didn't do me any good. You know, I, I was I was scared to play at a high level, play well, like I did when I played with my guys. We played with the guys in the Wedge Club. I'd go out and shoot 72 like it was nothing. Right. Get out here. I couldn't crack an egg when mm-hmm. play with the pros, you know. So and then that's when I realized. Yeah, if you keep doing this, you don't belong. Mm-hmm. And it just took time, you know, for me to, to realize that. And then I just, I remember one day I told my dad, I said, dad, I'm here to go get it, man. <laughs> I said, I, I I need to win. Right, right. I need to win. Yeah, need to win. And um, he just looked at me and smiled, man. <laughs> he looked at me and smiled. That's all he did. That's all he had to do. And then from there, it, that was it. I, yeah. I just started playing. I, I played with intensity. I played with a, a passion and an intent mm-hmm. to win, mm-hmm. you know, to say I do belong. Yes. You're no different than me. I'm mm-hmm. no different than you. But I got game. You know, I'm a baller. I can ball. You know what I'm saying? You're a baller. So, and, and, and that's when I started to get the respect. Now, you make enemies along the way. Obviously, right. you get oh, some yeah. haters. But that's, oh, yeah. that comes with the territory. And I had to deal with that just like I dealt with the other stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, was, it, was, uh, it was like, man, taking that, that, that monkey off my back. Mm-hmm. And then it just opened up the doors. Like, it, the floodgates opened oh, up from there. That's so. awesome. So as a follow-up to that, why is it so important to you to expose African-American youth to the game of golf? Um, Because it's right. Mm -hmm. It's the right thing to do because it's lacking. Um, You know, it's, 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 it's still a little lopsided, although it's gotten better over the last 10 years. I mean, I mean, when you think about it, there was a 1961 Caucasian only clause in Mm -hmm. the game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that, that, that says a lot, you know, so there was already, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're going against the grain, mm-hmm. you know, as 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 a black young man or female trying to get involved with this game, learn this game. And, and the game, honestly, coach, the game is like it's beautiful, man. I mean, the things that it has done for me, the people you meet, the places you go, the social capital mm-hmm. uh, that's associated to the game is, is, is like no other. And, um, you know, with that, I mean. I've been able to do some some very good things, but I just know that there's other individuals out there and kids more talented than what I am. And if given that opportunity, there's no telling where they could go. Mm. You know, so that that's why. Mm. The courage to fight and the faith to believe. We're strong in numbers, moving with a purpose. We're not just a number, we're in the number. The brand that counts. Visit us at inthenumber.com. You started the uh, Adopted Junior Golf Program and uh, first year Columbus chapter, and now the uh, Hammond Golf Academy. What's the vision behind the academy? The, the academy was really just, um, I, I got away from the, the first tee and adopted junior golfer um, to really focus and, and, and lock in on golf and developing players. Mm. That was a point of it. First tee was, was, was the kind of the, the give back, the introduction, get more kids involved. But, you know, I believe it, what I, what I saw was I saw, yeah, I'm getting these kids involved, but in creating this appetite, but I can't feed them, mm. you know, to starve, but I can't feed them. I mean, the game's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It's expensive. And I'm looking at these kids like, Oh, okay. How can I, how can I make my, 
high school golf team? How can I get those clubs? Mm. How can I go and play at that club? Mm. You know what I mean? And, and it was just like, and that that took a lot out of me. So um, through those through those those moments and those experiences, I kind of said I can't help them all. And, and so I peeled back and I said, let me let me lock in, and let me get those that I can that that show the proclivity, oh, mm-hmm. and, and let me let me drive it home. Mm. And that's kind of what it's been. So, and then that spawned into not only developing collegiate players, good high school athletes, but now pros. And then, you know, doctors, lawyers, just mm. productive, just citizens right. in, in the world anymore. And I mean, due to the game. Yes. And um, so, so that's that's what the Hammond Golf Academy has mm. been all about. But it's still, I still reach back though. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. what the Be Counted On Foundation. Sure, sure. You know, you, you train many golfers, as you mentioned, uh, who are now using golf as a tool to open up doors mm-hmm. leading to economic, professional, and personal successes. How has the lessons learned from golf helped them in those successes? I think, um, you know, it's funny because the game inherently instills those values mm-hmm. that are necessary to just move through life. You know what I mean? You, you got the honesty that comes with it, patience, discipline, teamwork. All those things are embedded in the game, mm. and, um, and and those are the the values that that are required just to make it in any mm. endeavor, any field, any profession. So um, you know, the, like I said, the game is it's, it's like no other game, and I think you you know that. And all these athletes, you know, play golf outside of their other sports. You know, it's not like everybody goes to swim. Right. Everybody goes to play tennis. Everybody comes and plays golf. You right. got the NFL, NBA, MLB. You know, all of them. Yeah. Everybody's playing golf because it's and it's a challenge to oneself. Mm. You know, I mean, you're the only one in control. Nobody is dictating what you do or how you do it unless you mentally allow them to influence you. But inside, it's just you and that it's golf ball. That ball. Yeah. yeah. And you in that club and, and yeah. the ball don't know your color. Right. right. The club don't know your color. <laughs> the grass don't know. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's a it's a beautiful sport, man. Yeah. yeah. And every day is different. Every, every day is different. Every, is different. Course, yeah. every course is different. Yeah. It's a challenge here. And athletes love that. You know, yep. you know, I always ask my guests when they hear the word legacy. Uh, what does that mean to you? I, that means longevity to me. That means um, foundation. Um, being established. That means blessings. That means sowing. That means it means everything. Um, legacy is 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 um, what we all have the ability to do. We've all been given, you know, God given the ability to take the talents that we've had and work those talents. Mm-hmm. You know, and if we're if we're um, sincere um, and focused. Um, about that and true to ourselves and our heart within, you know, whatever it is we're doing, but in sports per se, Mm -hmm. then I think those things will, will, will start to create the legacy Mm -hmm. for us. That's good work. work. You know, as part of your legacy is you're building that uh, you have the end of number uh, as well. And now the be counted foundation. Mm -hmm. Can you tell the audience uh, the vision and lifelong impact of the foundation and those things you're doing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. I mean, you know, again, golf has taken me to some tremendous levels and I've made, I've made inroads and met some phenomenal people mm-hmm. um, of all walks of life, you know, billionaires to just, you know, people with a, you know, ordinary day job. Yeah. And but, you know, we're all in this thing together. But so um, 
But, you know, God has is, is, is allowed me to use this platform and he gave me another calling within the number. Mm. And um, so now I'm using in the number to still within the golf and on the platform, but to bring people together. You know, his 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 charge to me was he wanted to show his strength here on earth in numbers. And that's how in the number was birth. Mm. And, you know, my mission and my goal is to get us all in the number. Mm. It doesn't matter what you look like, yeah. where you come from, where you've been. We can all be counted in the number. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's the universal law, mm. you know, and, and it's very simple. Yeah. And but, you know, the gesture is simple, too, to be counted and counted on being the number, get your number. But it's the outcome is profound mm. when we all come together. And um, my goal is to get us all together. You know, one time, if we come together hmm. as a human race, um, man, we'd be surprised what we could do. Yeah. We, I mean, and it's daunting. And yes. I, he put it on me. Yes. And, um, and, and, you know, but he knows I'm going to take it on. Right. You know right. what I mean? Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to get it done now to what degree and what level. We don't know that yet. So, right. you know, hopefully that, that that's a part of the legacy and that thing is still being written, mm-hmm. right. you know. So uh, but so the Be Counted On Foundation is there to kind of be that give back and that support to retrieve some of the monies because I've you know I've got a 51% kind of uh play that comes out of the clothing that goes into the foundation. I chose 51% because in the number is, is God's company, it's not my company. Mm-hmm. He's majority. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So 51% of the net profits from the sales of my of the um, the social kind of clothing line go into the Be Counted On Foundation. Mm-hmm. And those monies are designed to take care of four areas, education, health, environment, human rights. Mm-hmm. And I chose those four areas because those are the four areas that we need as a human race, as a species to exist. We gotta be educated to function mm-hmm. in this world. We gotta have our health. Uh, the environment has to be conducive for us to sustain and live. And I don't have to speak to human rights, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, but, Again, you don't have to like me. I don't have to like you, but we can still do something together that does that allows us to still be us and do that. Be it wrong, right and different. Mm. And that's what I don't want. I mean, I don't want to try and really change you. I want what well, do. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. But I want the the event, right. the coming together so you can see. And you, mm-hmm. we hear it all the time. Better together, stronger together. Right. And that's what he says. Strong, you know, strength in numbers. And I think we're all his creation. So that's. Mm. That's what we're doing. Yeah, it's powerful. And I've, I've seen, I've seen it grow, and I've seen your commitment to yeah. this. You know, not to, not to waver at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, no, no, no. That front line. You know, as, as we come around the corner, and wrap up. Uh, lastly, can you can you challenge the audience, uh, particularly athletes, on how to use their God given talent uh, to build a legacy in sports, a lifelong legacy that'll be around longer after they're finished playing the game? I think, um, yeah, I, I would say, you know, keep keep cultivating your heart your craft mm. you know uh because that's 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 what's going to guide and direct you know um all athletes mm. um to to give it their best you know what i mean to to realize that you know you do have a talent and don't take that talent lightly you know that talent is a gift mm. it's a gift yes and, you know, I, I was just, it's, it's kind of like the parable, you know, I mean, you're giving these talents and you give, you gotta, you gotta work that thing. You gotta plow, you gotta sow. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so yeah. So I, I, I challenge and encourage all athletes, all people for that matter, but athletes in particular, because, you know, I'm a professional athlete and, you know, I know this, this thing of being a baller, man, is beautiful. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I love what you're doing. And, um, it just shows the intent it, and, and, and sports is a, a, a very powerful platform. So I I, um, I encourage every athlete, 
you know, to to really um, grow in Christ mm-hmm. because he's the he's the um, the orchestrator of it all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yes, know, God and, um, you know, so, you know, you keep those things intact. Yeah. And I think that the, he'll take care of the rest for us, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Jerry, as we, as we come to end this episode, I want to thank you for your time. And yeah. most importantly, I want to thank you for answering that call. Yeah. Answering yeah. that call. I appreciate it. Man. I appreciate and it. And continue to be on the front line. And, and I want to encourage you that there's more for you than there are against you. You know, that there's a lot of people that are yeah. in the number, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. growing yeah. and building every day. Right. So thanks for joining us for this informed uh, discussion on building a legacy uh, in sports. Uh, I hope that this episode was beneficial to those who listen to it. Uh, This is Coach Tim Brown. As always, thanks for listening to Be A Baller Podcast. If you enjoy our show, please share this podcast with your family and friends. Be A Baller Podcast is available on all major podcast stations. Be sure to come back next week as we continue to discuss on how to build a lifelong legacy. Until then, don't forget to be a baller. This podcast was created by Coach Tim Brown. It was edited by Teron Howell and produced and recorded by the video production class of Worthington Christian High School.